effortlessly. We can even hear the mind talking to itself. But we won't hear one mind, we'll hear two minds. One is a positive mind and one is a negative mind. Positive mind might say, oh, I can see everything. I remember everything. I can still wiggle those fingers. Negative mind might say, dude, you're getting old. <laughs> no, I can still do this thing. Mm, you know, you're getting arthritis. No, 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 I'm just bad reaction from too much wheat. You didn't eat wheat today. <laughs> Still you have arthritis, and so forth and so on. The Dalai Lama once said that he went really deep one time and heard seven levels of back and forth conversation in a single train of thought. The mind is literally, positive mind is literally arguing with a negative mind all day long. How often do we hear the argument? The nature of consciousness to move out and in at the same time. And it's the nature of the mind to go from positive to negative at the same time. It's just a different direction and movement of oscillation and the movement of consciousness, that's all it is. But the mind, as it argues with itself, but the more that it sees it can wiggle its fingers and prove to itself that it exists, the stronger the ego gets. But what happens when we do this exercise and simply let the mind, see the mind is not us, and watch as it creates these memories and does its thing, but we're unchanged. When we're fully relaxed, you see, eyes open or closed, and we can see the mind in action, body in action without disturbing our awareness. Our awareness stays aware. We see the mind for what it is, simply because we're relaxed, simply because we're floating. But have we reached true awareness, complete awareness, just because we can see what's happening in the world at a deeper level? Mind created meanings in all of this automatically, recorded even its aspects of pride, all of it automatically. And yet, you see, if we stay involved and follow these energy patterns, are we in awareness or are we in the mind? We can stay within that microsecond experience for minutes at a time, hours at a time. And we can do this same exercise without losing the nature of our silent awareness. And that's a beautiful thing. But in the very first bubble of awareness, here's the question. Have we reached nirvana awareness in the very first bubble of awareness? No, but the nature of our awareness, the very nature of awareness is in, harm, is in perfect harmony 
with the awareness of nirvana. Why? Number one, there's no, when we're in the bubble, when we're totally in a true bubble of awareness, not in a partial bubble of awareness, we're in a partial bubble of awareness when we can simply rest and watch what's happening. We're slowing things down. In deeper level of pure awareness, there is no mind-body awareness. The experience of being in the mind, still and patiently, stilly, and still nature, watching what's happening, is in many religions and is in many practices the ultimate goal. But you see, you still have mind-body awareness if you're following the energy pattern. If they simply come and go, and you simply float, and you don't follow the patterns, doesn't mean you reach nirvana, doesn't mean you reach the essence of what Buddha taught or the ancient Taoists taught. But you have gone deeper. You are closer to the awareness, pure awareness of your soul which is the pure awareness of God. Have you reached nirvana awareness? No, you haven't. It's one thing to be able to watch the mind and watch life in an unattached manner for minutes on end, hours on end. But it's yet another thing to stay like that and go so deep into awareness that you're not even aware of what's happening in the world. And yet the same things happen. And yet the mind will still do these exercises or do whatever it does in the world. So there's an enormous difference, an absolutely million mile difference between the viewpoint of a relaxed mind or a clear mind, a spiritually minded perspective, and nirvana awareness. It's a million miles. Far more than that, but a million miles is sufficient to get the drift. So if a great teacher comes along, describes nirvana, and none of the students have that microsecond of pure awareness with no mind-body awareness at all. If none of the students have that microsecond experience, as a teaching, no. As the nature of your consciousness, yes, of course. Every individual at its core has the supreme awareness within it but has been looking outside so often for billions of years, we have gotten out of the habit of staying in nirvana awareness. So if you've got dozens, hundreds, 40 million students, in fact, who haven't reached nirvana awareness, will the teaching be preserved? No, not in those 40 million, but all it takes is one new student, one new disciple born with nirvana awareness to resurrect the core teaching of the original saint, 
then the teaching is resurrected. And this has been what has happened over history as great religions, great mystic paths have come and gone. 